Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Hong Kong protests, the results of the American Chamber of Commerce in Singapore's flash survey on uh, what business is saying and feeling about the impact that those protests are having in the business environment. Our guest in the studio, Hui Ching Tan, who is the Director of Public Affairs for Ipsos, the uh, organization that created and did the survey. Good morning, Hui Ching. Thanks for coming and being in the studio with us today. Good morning, Glenn and Neil. Good morning, good morning. Yeah, this was a really timely and interesting sur- uh, interesting survey. Yes, it is, actually. How did and it come about? Um, I think one of the... It was actually MCHAM's initiative trying to understand a little bit more about the business attitudes towards the ongoing situation in Hong Kong. So we did a flash survey from 21st to 29th of August. We know that things are ever-changing, but it's always interesting to get a one-point-in-time um, understanding. And what's more interesting about this study is that we get a response, um, not just from any consumer, it's really the business decision-makers right. uh, from a diverse industrial pool, such as consumer consulting as well as services. What level of, of executive was, was responding to um, this? The directors and above, those who really have a in terms of the business decisions. Yeah. And were they all based in Singapore or uh, regional? They are regional. Right. So most of them actually have presence in Hong Kong. Uh, about 60% actually have presence in Hong Kong, but their regional office is, is in Singapore or elsewhere. Before we get into some of the specific uh, findings, why did you feel like now was the time to do this versus several months ago or <laughs> even waiting another month or two to see what happens with the extradition bill or whatever, mm. right? Why, why was now a good time? I think it's... Well, things are ever-changing. I think from the time when we first conducted on the 21st, it was about a month plus, about six weeks into the event. We mm. didn't know that it, ex- it would escalate so fast. Mm. What we wanted to understand really right now before anything happens, because it's always going to change, what is really going on. So it is actually interesting to understand our, our business is going to move out, mm. our business is going to stay, what do they feel about the situation Um affecting their business. I think everybody wants to know, you know, kind yeah. of like what really what's happening. Yeah, and, and what people perceive of it. I think that's the key thing that we want to uncover in this survey. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have a, a friend who is based in Hong Kong and works in a very prominent industry in Hong Kong, and it has adversely affected not only his mm. business, but his day-to-day running of, mm. of the business, which brings us nicely into the survey and mm. its key insights. You know, this the perception of Hong Kong right now as a place to do business, as a regional hub mm. for business, has it affected the reputation of Hong Kong? So one of the questions that we posed to the respondents was have the protests really um, tarnished the Hong Kong's reputation mm. right now? I mean, there were. it's interesting that the study came out to be that the immediate risk really lies in the regional basis and operations So because there's a lot of uncertainties. Mm. But in terms of the infrastructure, people talk about um, they do have less negative perceptions towards Hong Kong in terms of it being a, a model of effective business-friendly governance, an environment that attracts global talent, as well as a centre of excellence for rule of law. So I think its infrastructure stays there. It's yeah. less negative 
punishing on that, but in the immediate sense, it's it's regional base of operations. Yeah. yeah. The um, of course, this was uh, announced. The survey was announced two days ago mm. at an AmCham event. Uh, you and I were there. Yeah. You, you presented, and I was moderating a panel. Mm. Had an excellent panel, by the way. Um, mm. Alison Chung, who's a partner at PwC Singapore, uh, Anupama Puranek, who's managing director at Russell Reynolds. She talked about the talent mm. uh, element of it, mm. and Damian Ryan was in from Hong Kong, the CEO of Tenio Strategy, talking about the kind of communications mm. impact that he has had with many of his clients as well. Since this initial kind of round of insights has come out, what has uh, the response been to, I, to you? Actually, it's interesting because, um, you know, we see the responses as in they were quite aligned, I think, with what we found. Most most businesses, um, I think we will we posted on LinkedIn, we try to understand a little bit more about uh, different social media, how people react. And what we saw was that the overall was they resonate with the results quite a bit. Um, they say that they agree that the infrastructure of um, Hong Kong as a business of excellence mm. still stays, but the initial uncertainty does drive businesses to think about future investments. So I don't think there's anything against um, there's anything that will immediately lead to businesses pulling out almost immediately. Right. But there is this sense of future I might consider. I might pull back a little bit in terms of the investment. So it's really future rather than now. Yeah, I, I, as you alluded to there, I think. The the overriding sense is one of wait and see mm. uncertainty because on the one hand you've got one key insight that says that 80% I mean that's a mm. big figure 80% of respondents all agreed that the protests are adversely affecting their decision to invest in Hong Kong so that's a strong figure but on the flip side you've got a stat that says 72% says they are not thinking of leaving is yeah. that correct? correct so that's the contradiction there isn't it that the wait yeah. and see approach why, why is there why, why is that so uh, Hui-Ching, what did you find? What we found was interesting because those who are not represented in Hong Kong, 80% of them will say that, you know, future, I'm going to leave, mm. right? Because I think there's this uncertainty. But it doesn't cause an immediate impact because I think the immediate impact of businesses moving out requires a lot more effort. Yeah. And there's this wait and see, it's definitely present. Like, are they really going to spend the time yeah, and money exactly, to move? Because right things now. are ever-changing. The political yeah. scene is ever-changing. We don't know what each uh, party is up to. I I think right now there's this sense of just wait and see. I think alluding to what um, one of the panelists actually mentioned is that um, at the event was that there is a tenacity in Hong Kong people that mm. they are sitting to wait and see and yeah. they are waiting to even tight through the tough times. So it's really hard to say where the protests are moving to. And I, therefore, businesses are sitting on the sideline right now. And taking it further from the panel, uh, from your discussion, sorry, mm -hmm. uh, you both guys were listening to people discuss. I'm just curious, anecdotally, have they seen changes in the day? I mean, I mentioned my friend, mm. but have they experienced day-to-day -day changes negatively in their businesses while the protests have been going on? Yeah, from what we heard, um, even... In Ipsos, we have local offices. I think mm. logistically, it has affected their day-to-day. -day, but on the long run, and also I, I'm sure businesses have, um, our businesses have been negatively affected, especially retail. Um, however, I think there's this, this sense that things will change um, because 
after all, if you think about it, Hong Kong has been through SARS. I think we, we talked about that during the panel. They've been through SARS, been through a lot of um, financial crisis, and they managed to get through. So the question will be, what's going to happen next? Now that everything changes, yeah. we've got mm-hmm. to sit and wait. Yeah. One of the interesting comments that came up again and again to your question, Neil, was the resilience of people mm. in Hong Kong. But having said that, there yeah. is a sense, and Damien Ryan, the CEO of Tenio Strategy, who was at that AmCham event two days ago, brought it up beautifully. He said there's a new normal there. He goes, for example, one of his clients is a, a large American bank, and on a Sunday night, there were petrol bombs and breaking glass and everything you know, happening right out in the street. Uh, next door to this bank because there was a police station there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, the next morning, you know, the workers are coming into the office with their lattes from Starbucks in hand, stepping over broken glass to get into the bank. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, without batting an eye, basically, right? Yeah. So, you know, he, he commented, there is a new normal in terms of people's expectations of what's going to happen. People, and uh, and I believe... Um, and Obama uh, Peranic talked about it. You know, people are now planning their travel in a way mm-hmm. that they go Monday to Thursday, yeah. They get out of town. Yeah. They're not traveling on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, in or out, because they know that's when the airport could be yeah, yeah. blocked. Yeah. But I do wonder, I mean, how long could that be sustained for? I mean, I had a friend who worked at Apple. <laughs> that's the magic question. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, well, I had a friend who worked <laughs> yeah. at Apple in Hong Kong, and he said this very similar story. He said that each day his daughter would go to the Singapore International School in Hong Kong and would step over, this was way back, would step mm. over protesters, you know, and, and think nothing of it. Yeah. I don't know what, if you have any anecdotal evidence of this but or what people said at the panel. I think, yes, short term, yes, you'll get used to it. But if it's day after day and you're a CEO and you're an international CEO and you've got children and this kind of thing, do you want that to go on indefinitely? That's the issue, isn't it? Yeah, I think that is um, because we did have an open-ended question that really uncovers mm. what people think about just, just, you know, and it's interesting spontaneously. It's diversified, you know, answers to it. I don't think they people really know what's happening. To answer that, it's really difficult to really of get that yeah. because it's so diversified in terms of the responses that they're seeing. Yeah. Hui yeah. Cheng, uh, talk to us about Singapore mm. and, and the perception of Singapore versus Hong Kong. There were a couple of questions, a couple yeah. of points in there about what businesses were thinking uh, about Singapore as a destination, that sort of thing. Yeah. What did so, you think? What we saw was that amongst those who actually have plans or considering to move out of Hong Kong, Singapore is one of the top choice. Um, of course, there's a um, 90% say yes. And um, generally, there's this perception that Singapore will benefit economically from the ongoing protest, especially mm. amongst those who, who are planning to move. See, this is what yeah. this is really all about. You can't <laughs> fool me. This is all about yeah. bring your money here, <laughs> invest in Singapore. And you say the figures are clearly right. I mean, mm. 91% uh, would consider moving to Singapore yeah. if they was to move out of Hong Kong. I mean, yes, it's an extraordinary, overwhelming uh, statistic that if not Hong Kong, Singapore is yeah. the next obvious destination, right? Yeah. Well, and do you remember if you go back to 1995, 1994, when people were starting to get nervous about the 97 handover? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, the Singapore government very wisely made it very attractive for companies to come here uh, as a hedge uh, against the unknown of what would happen after the handover in 97. And we'll continue to do so with the uncertainty with Brexit. Uh, Dyson has set up in Singapore. You know, yeah. there were more. There will be more British companies that will set up in Singapore. Uh, R and the uh, uh, all kinds of companies here. 
And do you see that as something that could potentially happen longer term? More, more Hong Kong companies come to Singapore, or do you think they would just wait it out based upon? Well, what you based saw? on the results, I think people are going to just wait it out a little mm. bit. I think moving is a big decision. And expensive. But although I do think that talents might move, individuals mm. might move, but not so much on business at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting because during this event two days ago at AmCham here in Singapore, that was mentioned by Anu Puranik mm. at uh, Russell, Russell Rounds that people are talking about it. Maybe there might be some people at lower levels that might yeah. be moving, but there is no rush yeah. yet. People are taking a wait-and-see attitude. And Alison Chung from PwC mentioned, you know, because we are in an era where companies can really handle things in a very digital way, yeah. that their their business continuity planning is completely mm. different now. Yeah. Uh, you know, they can afford to stay in Hong Kong and run the business from other places yeah. virtually, for example, exactly. if they need to. Well, as my friend mentioned, uh, the company he works for, it is one of the biggest companies in Hong Kong, but he's in Singapore for most of the week, yeah. working yeah. remotely, working digitally. You know, this idea that you need to be in a bricks and mortar office, as we know, is becoming quite passe exactly. anyway, isn't it? And I'm sure yeah. that was something they said at the panel yeah. as well. The other point I think uh, that was made uh, two days ago was, you know, everything depends on what happens tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Right. So if, if something major, either positive or negative happens, this survey can completely change. The results yeah. of the survey can completely change. And that's, again, why so many businesses, it seems to me, uh, Hui Ching, are, just don't want to make a move because exactly. everything could get really good all of a mm -hmm. sudden, right? Mm -hmm. Or everything could be totally off the rails. Yeah, exactly. And um, we were thinking that actually even one month from now when we conduct the same survey, we'll be interested to understand what trends is going to go up, what sentiments will actually go down. But I totally agree. So you will do it change. again, you think, in a month or yeah. so? Great. Will you come yeah. back and talk to us about of the results? Course, yes. And it will be different. <laughs> Yeah, I think it would be very interesting. Come to Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hui Ching Tan, uh, Director of Public Affairs at Ipsos, talking to us about Hong Kong Business Sentiment Survey. Thanks for coming on Money no FM today. Thank you. Thank you so much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.